0: So like I said, too often, <clears throat> it's that we have no time, we don't know where to get the help, what's it cost, and most of the time we simply procrastinate. And sometimes people procrastinate until it's too late. It's kind of like when you become bitter or you're mad at somebody and it like it's like going to bed mad. If I go to bed mad, I wake up madder and now I am really in a mood. So, you know, if something is solved before too much time goes by, it's not like it just becomes embedded. Are you ready to open the door to more romance, fun and adventure? Or maybe it's compassion, support and strength you're looking for. Discover real life stories and a path to overcome the pitfalls every marriage encounters. Welcome to The Extraordinary Marriage. So it's January and you know, everybody likes to do their new year's resolutions in January, but you know, sometimes we have to re-begin any time that we need to. Today, I have three marriage makeover tips for you. It's episode 14 and let's get started. Well, Who loves HGTV? I remember a day whenever I uh, first heard of HGTV and I thought, what is that? I had never watched it before. And now if I have any time to rest and sit around, I'm watching HGTV. Why? Because I love makeovers. Makeovers. You know, I spent years with Mary Kay Cosmetics and that's what I did was I sat down with women and helped them learn to apply their makeup so that they could look their very best because when people look great, they feel great. They have more confidence. Well, in HGTV, it's, you know, show after show is um, redoing the old, the old and the worn out. And so I love a great makeover. I love seeing the brainstorm of the person who is um, redoing a room, a kitchen, a bathroom, or a whole house. And I love seeing the before pictures and the after pictures. And I used to do a lot of those in Mary Kay, before pictures and after pictures. And when you look at home makeovers, the before and the after, it shows you the difference it makes when you take the time to look around you and figure out how that you can make it brand new. Well, you know, just a few months ago, literally a few months ago, I redid my master bathroom. I had dreamed about redoing that bathroom forever. When we built our house uh, like 34 years ago, Um, That bathroom was rearranged by the builder. And at that time, you know, I, I guess I just trusted everyone. I thought everybody knew exactly what they were doing, Um, but he rearranged the uh, master bath and it was very oddly made. There was like blank spaces in there that there, there was room for nothing in that blank space. Um, you know, there was wasted space as you went into the bathroom. Uh, There was a tiny little uh, three by three shower. But you know, when we moved into the house, it was such an upgrade from where we had been. We had no idea that bathroom was really such a mess. We loved our house and we lived here. We've lived here for 34 years, but as the years went on, we started to, you know, think about that bathroom and how it really needed uh, a makeover. It needed to be redone, redesigned. And we finally got to do that this past April. And uh, I love it. We have a gigantic shower. We moved the closets. We made the best use we could of every bit of space. And I love that bathroom. But you know, we put off redoing that bathroom forever forever for a couple of different reasons number one was probably money because it cost a lot to redo that bathroom but the second thing is you know it makes it's inconvenient it made such a mess there was dust everywhere and there was people in and out of the house you know every day but the end was worth beginning you know the end How it looked was worth the beginning. So too often in our marriages, we see that things are going wrong. We see we're becoming disconnected, but we just ignore it and we think it'll get better. And, you know, sometimes it does get better. But if it doesn't get better, you need to pay attention. Think about how much investment you have in your marriage in your relationship a lot of times you have kids between you your bank accounts are linked you've bought a home together all your bills are in his name and your name and you know you're literally mentally and physically invested in one another so why not take the time to do a little makeover or to figure out what's going wrong or what's causing division or frustration. So like I said, too often, <clears throat> it's that we have no time. We don't know where to get the help. What's it cost? And most of the time, we simply procrastinate. And sometimes people procrastinate until it's too late. It's kind of like when you become bitter or you're mad at somebody. And it like it's like going to bed mad. If I go to bed mad, I wake up madder. And now I am really in a mood. So, you know, if something is solved before too much time goes by, it's not like it just becomes embedded. It becomes whatever the problem is, it becomes embedded in your brain and you have a harder time, you know, getting rid of it. So you don't want to wait till too long. And yes, even whenever you sit down to figure each other out in your marriage, it can get messy. But, you know, you want to keep your eye on the result that you're looking for. It's kind of like in marriage, we really don't want to air out our dirty laundry with anyone. But, you know, when you find the right place and the uh, to do that, whether it's counseling or you come to me, you learn a little bit about the communication skills and how you're different. You know, you figure it out and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You know, if we wear dirty clothes around too long, it starts to stink. Yeah. And our marriage is the same way. If we don't get it fixed, it starts to stink. So let's look. What is causing the problem? Well, I've said before that there's two top things. Money. Yeah. People fight about money because they one wants to spend, one wants to save. And hey, we all want to spend on different things, right? Well, miscommunication. Miscommunication. That is the second or the first, it's according where you're looking, biggest problem in marriages. So how could we do a little makeover on our communication? And why do we have so much trouble? Well, first of all, we have different expectations. Different expectations. Literally, certain people, they have great expectations for themselves. And they have those same expectations for you. So whatever they're expecting from themselves, they're also expecting that of you. But guess what? We're not all made the same. And we don't all have the same talents, abilities, or even interest. And so when we expect someone else to think exactly the way we do or to do something exactly the way we do, we're going to be disappointed. We're going to be disappointed and it's not going to happen. So we have different expectations. You know, some have, uh, even when it comes to parenting, you know, one person spanks and one person, uh, let's see, somebody was talking about that today, uses the gentle method or something like that. You know, uh, some people talk it out and some children understand stuff and sometimes they don't. So different expectations. We all do things differently. And here's another one. We assume our spouse is thinking the same thing we're thinking. We assume they want the same things in the same way that we do. We assume that the same things are important to our spouse. And let's think about it. Some of us, you know, think about a house. And the beauty of a house, how you feel whenever you redo a room and you maybe you just painted or you added a new flooring, maybe you got some new furniture. And some of us, that would be me included, man, I just love it when I have redone something. It's fresh and new and the change is inspiring and it it makes me feel energetic. But another person doesn't care a bit about a brand new room or how it looks. You see what I mean? We assume that we think the same way. We assume we're motivated and excited by the same things, but we're not. Some people love being with people and they're motivated by that. And some had rather be by themselves. Who am I speaking to here? (laughs) You know, and not only different needs, we have different needs, but we also express them in different ways. And if we're not listening to each other, then we're not hearing what we need to hear. And we have no idea what our spouse needs from us. I always say, start with the love languages. Those are in episode three. Start with the love languages and take that quiz. Because when you do that, you know what you need and you know what your spouse needs. So that's a great place to start. You know, people react differently. Some get mad over things. Some withdraw and won't talk to you at all. And some cry. And sometimes people are not empathetic to that person who cries, but it's like, it's just who we are and how we're made. And in the end, when we're, having miscommunications and we're not hearing each other and we're not paying attention to what our spouse needs from us, we feel unloved, we feel frustrated, and we feel alone. The second thing you want to think about in your marriage is you want to remember to make each other number one. You know, uh, is there a, a baby sleeping in the bed with you? Do you give all your attention to your kids? Is your work getting all of your attention? Sometimes we love our work or our work is demanding and we have to put put our nose down and stay in there and get the work done. Or maybe you get calls. Maybe you're a doctor and you get calls anytime, day or night. Boy, that makes it hard, doesn't it? Because it's hard to make your spouse feel like number one if there's always something else coming up and you hardly have time for them, or you have to cancel, cancel, that's not the right word, cancel, you have to cancel something that's going on that maybe you planned on doing with them, you know, keeping your word, doing whatever you said you would do, making your spouse feel like they're number one, that's not your parents aren't number one, not your kids, not your job, but your spouse, they want to be your number one. Everybody has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. Often we get busy with the kids, engrossed in our work, and then guess what? We take each other for granted. What if your spouse wasn't around anymore? Now somebody's going, I think I'd be better off, (laughs) but no. You know, you wouldn't be better off, but if there's a lot of frustration or anger or um, maybe it's a, a controlled situation where, uh, or a critical, somebody's being critical. Maybe you feel like you would be better off, but you wouldn't. You love your spouse and and you marry them. And so that's an even bigger reason to get some help and figure it out. Whenever we take each other for granted, then we just start to drift apart. We have less patience for one another. Well, and number three is lacking vision. Too often we get married and we don't start with a dream of what we want to do. We start with a dream of that dream wedding. And then there's the honeymoon. And then we come home. And we start into real life. What happens is the wedding becomes the dream and the honeymoon becomes the dream. And those are great, but they're not the destination. Marriage is a journey. Marriage is a journey, not a destination. You want to continue growing. You want to continue thriving and doing things together, growing together, finding new things you like to do together. You know, um, in my 30s, I began a career with Mary Kay Cosmetics, and that scanned over 30 years. And, you know, whenever you do direct sales, you know, they're they're always encouraging you to read books, to go to seminars, um, and to continue learning so that you can learn to build your business. Because let's face it, when you work for someone else, you go in, you learn what to do, and you do it. But when you work for yourself, you have to continually grow because you have to figure it out because you're all by yourself. <laughs> as an entrepreneur, you got to figure it out or if you have a any kind of a solo business, you have to figure it out. Well, so in my 30s as I began my Mary Kay business, I thrived on learning. I loved growing. I loved learning because you know, they say if you're not growing, you're dying. And if you think about your marriage that way, Maybe you'll stop and pay a little attention to it, right? If you're not growing, you're dying. And something else that Mary Kay Cosmetic taught me was how to dream again. And that's because I was a young married person. And you know, you're always on a tight budget whenever you're a young married person, or usually you are. But we were were on a tight budget. We had everything we needed, but we had to really, really watch our money. And so, you know, you can't go shopping, you know, too often for anything except for food. And, you know, you kind of stop dreaming. And Mary Kay taught me to dream again. You know, you have a whole life to live. How do you want to live it? What do you want it to look like? And sometimes we're in a place where there's a lot of confusion in our marriage and a lot of frustration. And sometimes people are in a marriage and they don't even know their spouse is frustrated because they don't talk about it. Well, we want to have that dream and that vision of what kind of relationship do we want to have? What do we want to do together? Where do we want to go? Do we want to travel? Do we want to build a house together? What do we want to do? And why do people lose their vision and quit dreaming once they've gotten married and they've gone on their honeymoon? Why do they stop dreaming? Well, number one, they just haven't thought about it. They haven't thought about the importance of it. If you had a business, you know, you've got to keep growing that because you've got to grow your income. But when it comes to marriage, like I said, too many people think it's a destination and it is a journey instead. Or maybe there's so much trouble so many challenges that they don't even think it's possible they don't believe that they can have a better marriage or they need a gps or a roadmap something to show them the way well that's basically what i do with communication secrets for marriage it is teaching people how we each communicate differently and Once you learn how your spouse thinks, acts, and responds, and you start to understand why they're thinking that way, acting that way, and responding that way, then you stop taking it quite so personal. So one person learning the communication secrets for marriage will make a difference. But then if you get your spouse to do it, it's even better. So what do you think about creating the marriage you want? Yeah, it takes time, it takes work, it takes commitment, but it's worth it. Well, you can go to the com and you can find my recipe for a happy healthy marriage. There's also the love languages quiz inside of that, but I would suggest you start with 10 days to a happier marriage mini course and you'll find that in the show notes. It is 10 days where it gives you one bite at a time, like five, seven minutes, five to seven minutes. It's a little video and you listen each and every day. You might even take some notes and see if at the end of the 10 days, you start to see a difference in your marriage. I kind of believe no matter what your situation is, you'll start to see a difference. Get rid of uh, a, a lot of confusion, you know, those out of control emotions, criticism, misunderstandings. Build a stronger uh, foundation of understanding, respect, find the secret sauce and learn how your spouse has different wants, needs and emotions than you do. The key is to learn the communication style of your spouse and then put that knowledge to work for you each and every day. It's something people don't think about because they don't really know about it. Communication secrets for marriage. Hi, I'm Connie Durham, and I thank you for listening today. I'll see you next week. If what you've heard today makes sense to you, you can find more at the theextraordinarymarriage.com. You'll find communication secrets for marriage in my courses, And also, grab a recipe for a healthy, happy marriage. And that one is free. If you've been encouraged today, please hit subscribe and help me spread the word by sharing with your friends. You'll find show notes and how you can connect with today's guest at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. Get ready to uncover the best-kept secrets of happy, healthy marriages and gain the power of understanding how you and your spouse think, act, and respond differently. Learn more about the unique communication secrets for marriage at TheExtraordinaryMarriage.com. This is your host, Connie Durham, and I'll see you next week.